Hello and welcome to Inspire Podcast, where everything is inspirational. So today we have Tiffany, she's a health coach and, and she's going to help us with Thank you so much for having me. It is quite an honor and pleasure to be here today in your presence and share this podcast and space with you. Yeah, thank you so much. So you're like just talking about mental health and mental states. What are you up to pursue your life towards this journey? So actually, you know, my journey with mental health actually started in my early college years. When I had my first episode of depression, I was around 18 years old. And so that was my first encounter with a mental health issue. And at that time, I was diagnosed with bipolar and I was experiencing um, different emotional states within the day. Like I'll be really sad in the morning and then in the evening I would feel invincible like I could do anything. And so it wasn't until I saw a licensed mental health professional that I understood, well, okay, this is what was going, this is what was happening to me and like here's how to get, you know, like to anyone who may not be feeling them. Maybe they don't feel like taking a shower or getting out a long time. Definitely, you know, seek assistance, seek professional help because honestly, that kind of really saved my life. It was a very dark place to be in. I would cry all the time. I felt very bad. My self-esteem was really low and it just felt like I was at this standstill and everyone's life was happening for them. When I first started college, I really had to take like some time off after my first two semesters because of my health issues. I just like saw they were still finishing college and I felt like sad, you know, like I felt disappointed. Like here I am not doing much with my life. And it was a very dark place to be. But because I did seek out medical and started therapy, started getting better over time. And I was able to go back and finish school, which made me very happy. And a few years passed by, and then I had a very traumatic event, which left diagnosed with like PTSD. And it was just very new to me because it was nothing like my first episode of depression. It, it was like 10 times worse because there was so much I didn't understand about it. And... Um, taught me how to be more connected with my body and be more connected to my mind because now I I had to love my on a much deeper level and learn how to take care of myself and it was different from my first episode of depression and um I started advocating for myself you know with my doc I went from like different doctor to another doctor and there would be times where you know I felt like what they were giving me wasn't working and I told them I'm like you know I don't like how this medicine is making me feel can we try something new it was my life for a short time until we found the right combination and um, there came a time where I know I didn't want to be on it long term because I know what it was doing to my body and my organs and I did have that talk with my doctor they knew that you know this was my goal and they were able to help me reach my goal and um, that has really been my journey and also I did seek therapy like I was in the women's trauma group and I did individual therapy and I also explored alternative therapies like sound healing energy healing uh hypnotherapy I really like went the whole nine yards with just exploring every single thing that could help me in addition to changing my diet a little bit just fixing it you know um not eating so much sugar 
or processed foods, but more like whole foods, I started noticing that I started feeling better in my body. I wasn't anxious all the time. And uh, when I went through my health coaching program, you know, like I learned about no foods that contribute to a better mood and the importance of exercise for your mental health. And now I exercise not because I want to be a certain size or shape, but I do it for my brain. I do it for my body because it's going to make me feel good, not just physically, but mentally as well. So my mental health journey has been a long one and it has really equipped me with so much knowledge, experience that I have. It does help other people because I've already walked, I've already walked the path of fire. I'm acting as, you know, someone's guide right now. And even in my health coaching, you know, I have who they want to reduce like their overwhelm and their, and so I use breathing techniques that I learned at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I was, I studied among like leading medical health and wellness experts. So like Dr. Mark Hyman, Dr. Andrew Deepak Chopra, and a lot of people know Deepak Chopra. He's huge in wellness and meditation and um, Dr. Odd. So these people were like my teachers, my lecturers. And um, with the cutting edge knowledge that I received, I was able to help my clients that I work with to reduce the stress and the overwhelm that they were feeling in their lives. And when I saw how it was impacting them so positively, I just felt like that warm, fuzzy feeling inside to know that, okay, like I am playing a role in this, like I helped them achieve this. And I just felt so grateful and and proud of myself. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Just like as resilient as like a mountain and you perceive it. It's weird a lot. There's a lot of mental health that really accepts and like, I, I think like a lot of mental health isn't praised upon and isn't really valued in society. There's so much judgment and people just see it as something that's not normal. And mm -hmm. how do you, do you think we can really normalize this? So I think we can really, you know, normalize that stigma by really start starting to be honest and talking about it, you know, by just even having a conversation, maybe ask your friend, like ask your friend, how are they? You know, check on your friends. Sometimes people, they isolate themselves because they might be going through a depression or, or something else. So just even like being there for our friends, checking on them, texting them, calling them, asking how are they, you know, asking them if they need support and if you can't provide that. So giving them the resources to go and see a licensed mental health professional. Um, so I really think, you know, talking about it and sharing our stories, which is why I share my story. Like, for example, on my Instagram account, right with me, Tiff, I focus a lot on my books and mental health because they're very much integrated. And um, my second book is actually called Blooming Through Adversity. I think, can you see it? Sorry. <laughs> I have this. Okay. This book, Blooming Through Adversity, it's a collection of short stories that I curated with 67 contributors. This book was my first short story collection. I never wrote anything like it before. I didn't really know what I was doing. All I had was a vision and a passion to put all of these women's stories of adversity together to just give it to the world as a gift. That's all I had, the passion and the vision. And um, when I had those elements, you know, people started coming into my life to help me. Like some of the girls would be like, do you have 
had a legal agreement. And I was like, what? What is that? So I started doing research and talking with people who really helped me along. And, you know, putting this book together, this has a lot of stories that are related to mental health. Like I have stories about trauma. I have stories about like emotional abuse, physical abuse, um, you know, mental health in terms of parenting and the emotions that come with parenting. You know, a lot of parents, they might feel stressed out sometimes with their kids. So many stories, even like stuff about suicide ideation, you know, and just to see how these women and these individuals dealt with their situation, you know, some overcame it, some are still working through it. And there is no right or wrong way to do that. So yeah, like I wanted to really destigmatize mental health by talking about it myself, sharing my personal and putting together a book of other people's stories to just make people feel seen and heard and not alone so that they can see themselves represented in if not every story at least one story sharing in experience is the most momentum thing that we can do in our lives that really takes off a a lot of weight from our shoulders for people that are able to just talk around and be able to express themselves openly is such a difficult thing that we can do today why do you think it's like so difficult for mental health to be expressed with people you know that that's a very challenging question because i can only speak on my personal experience but i think a lot of it can be fear you know fear sometimes the fear of being judged you know of being perceived as less than or or weak and it's, it's not even a real a, like being you're not weak if you're seeking help for yourself that's actually a brave and courageous decision to be going to therapy you know to be even luring yourself learning about yourself to to be seeking help like there is nothing wrong with seeking help it's a very courageous decision i think that like, it's so difficult for males and females to just talk and the normalization of needing to keep it to ourselves and just be normal while active in what we do in life. Like in the hospital, a lot of doctors go through a lot of loss in their patients and then they have this grieving moment and it's required for them to just leave work when they have someone that's they have lost or someone that like just passed away that they were close to or maybe mm-hmm. a patient that they're really connected to and they have to grieve about it in a, a moment is the most touching for people who are watching or people other family members that really need that time to express themselves then that they understand the situation and not grief about it so much but be able to move forward so mm-hmm. how have you been able to move forward with your trauma and your labels that you have with your life what really helped me was by I would say time because I was I was in a victim mentality you know and when you're going through something like that you can't see yourself like that but as time went on I found myself you know questioning my identity like this is not who I am you know this is not one I what I want to be known for as the rest of my life because I knew outside of labels that the doctors gave me I knew that I was something greater than that and when I started asking myself you know like what if who would I be like if I didn't have this label you know just even asking myself those questions it made me curious and then also writing like becoming an author for me was the first time that like it was liberating it was liberating to express myself in this way because it was really reclaiming 
power, like power that was still for me. Like I reclaimed my power through the written word by writing and speaking my truth. And when I owned my truth, when I wasn't scared of it, scared of talking about it, that's what liberated me. And that's what helped me to heal. And that's not who I am. It, it was something that happened. My life is just so much more than that single event in my life. And so it was until I stopped identifying with those labels that I started really living. Yeah, I think that we are able to have these moments and then be able to expand our lives even more from what we experience. How the time is always constant, it's always moving, that we can still take a step forward even though it's a smaller one. Have you? How can we really manifest a positive attitude towards difficulty to being able to like you know i think um building up your self-image and your self-esteem has a lot to do with it because um you might not feel your best but if you can remember you know like when you did feel your best all the things that you did and to know that acknowledge that what you're going through right now is temporary just to see it to have that kind of attitude to know that the feelings you're feeling now although that they might bring discomfort that they are temporary so just constantly reminding yourself that it's okay to feel how i'm feeling however this is not how i'm gonna feel for the rest of my life and then that's when you know you need to seek professional help so i would yeah. definitely say to your having a positive outlook even when things don't seem so great and and reminding yourself you know of all all the nice things you did in your life so far so maybe that might mean getting a sheet of paper and writing down all the really good things that happened to you in your life and that might help you you know tap into being grateful for you know someone who is really in that kind of like um, depression or their mood is just not the same like first I was I would always recommend to you know seek a mental health professional or a therapist seek guidance even go to your doc and ask them for like a tell them how you're feeling and ask them for a mental health referral because they, they know all the resources to give you um just like on the like, there's a lot of different themes to different mental health that exposes us like in this sense um for me i i think that every experience is just a journey of understanding being able to go through like different experiences do you think that it's like one journey or is it a multiple source of journeys that just seem like one i like to look at life a really long journey and then like we have a bunch of events in our in our life right that sometimes it might be like a good thing or it could be a bad all of these events are really helping us getting to get closer to our true nature, you know, because it's really refining us. It, it might change the way we see the world. It might change how we perceive things. And I know for me, um, I went through like a spiritual week and I really started questioning everything around me. I began to see the world very differently. Um, I lost a lot of friends and I'm thinking how to explain this. You go through all of these different events, right? And they teach you something about yourself. Something was teaching you how to take care of yourself or really slow down or nurture yourself. So we go through all of these events and really it's like coming home to our true self, our true nature, who we are in our essence, not all of the titles and, and these kinds of things that we identify with everything's just trying to like get us to evolve like just like with that journey there's a lot of negative emotions that surround us so much that 
makes life so difficult and and then we become stuck in those thought processes so what is your thought on the emotions that we have like why why do we have these emotions you know i think we have emotions for a reason our emotions are constantly teaching us and so now it's up to us to really investigate our emotions you know for example if you're feeling angry get curious about it ask yourself why am i feeling angry you know because i used to be a very angry person i had a lot of anger after my trauma and now i really feel like i've i've shifted because i'm able to see the event from a complete different perspective and uh, getting curious about my emotions and i don't think emotions like especially the negative emotions like sadness anger frustration rage i don't think they're like bad emotions they're just trying to teach us a part, part of our cell and yes they will feel uncomfortable and you will feel the discomfort but if you get to know them you know you can be friends with them because you don't you don't have to sit too long once you understand why it's there you can start to really shift into another emotion because emotions really they're just like energy emotion um i really understand like the emotions to be a source of enlightenment or a source of awareness that we can really mm-hmm. resonate ourselves to because those emotions are bringing this light towards the experience mm-hmm. so like what have you really learned from that process from what i have have i learned from like emotions i would to honor them you know when they come to visit stay curious don't ignore them sometimes emotions they can get trapped in our body they get stuck and maybe maybe years go by and if you didn't take care of the emotion like you feel the anger like it's still there and maybe then that's when you learn to forgive sometimes forgiveness it just it liberates you it frees you from all of those negative emotions because it's like you're holding on to this thinking that it's hurting the person but really you're hurting yourself by holding on to it because it's not serving you anymore and also you you could ask her what am i gaining by holding on to this emotion you know like is this how i want to be is this how i want to feel like do i want to continue holding this or this frustration do i want something different i think just getting curious and asking yourself those kinds of questions would help yeah i think it's important to to understand why what these effects are in the future so mm-hmm. the understanding i have about the holding emotions and what this negativity causes mental illnesses so what is like your thought on being able to learn about emotions they don't become a mental illness is mental illness like when we branch out go through that journey of and then we experience the mental illness later on what is your mm-hmm. thought on those so I really much on that because you know like I'm not like a doctor or a physician or I haven't done extensive research however you know I would given my experience with those kinds of emotions honestly I would not want to be holding on to anger for years because inside I know how I know how it feels in my body like I, I could feel it in my my stomach area and so I know by holding on to that emotions for years like I'm gonna feel very uncomfortable for a long time so I think also getting curious on how those emotions 
how they feel in your body and where you feel them. And then you can work on releasing them. Like there are so many kinds of different um, modalities now for releasing emotions. Um, I know there's like emotion freedom technique, EFT tapping. Um, I recently worked with another holistic practitioner and we did EFT tapping and I was able to work through some of my trauma with, with that particular. And, um, you know, like at first when I started working with her, I would feel angry. And then like at the end, I was like laughing. So I've, I've seen firsthand on, you know, working through emotions. I've, I've seen like what it's done for me. And I do know that it's possible to work through them and you don't have to be with them for too long if you don't want to anymore. Just like on this, I was like, thinking about uh, like the thoughts. So the environment influence of our learning um, mm-hmm. in this sense that uh, how can like my experience, I understand like the environment affects then so therefore it influences the understanding that perceive of other things in my future environment or future mm-hmm. interactions with other people do you think it's important to be choosy with those like, oh yes yes you have to be very mindful of who you are around you know because i'm trying to remember the term for it i think it's called i think it's morphogenetic field or something it's this principle that when you are around you people you know like like something happens in your brain it's kind of like synchronizing together and um i was listening to this audiobook called atomic habits by james cooley recently and you know they're talking about a lot of being around people that have the desired behavior that you want to achieve. And I found that mind blowing. It made sense to me. Do you want to develop a habit that this person already has it would be helpful to be around their environment and um you know like there's many things like your your net worth is the sum of your net worth and um i do think there's some truth to it truth to it looking at it from like the mental health perspective or even like mental well-being perspective who you keep around you you know your friends your colleagues your family that's so important to your mental health and they may or may not affect it in a negative way so yeah definitely need to be choosy and mind who you have around you because you don't want to have people that are pulling you down you know especially if you're trying to elevate yourself and better yourself and and work on personal development and now you have someone over here trying to like like a crab in the barrel like pulling you down that's going to create a lot of resistance so what do we do like if we are forced to be around these people like we're always trapped with this environment you know the first step to anything is awareness you need to be aware of how it's affecting you whether it's affect whether maybe they're seeing stuff that's affecting your emotions and maybe they're not making you feel good about yourself and you know that you need a new friend circle or new people to be around that will inspire you that make you feel uplifted loved and cared for so the first step is awareness and then the second step would be a choice and it's a choice that that person has to make you know sometimes they say you have to lose something to gain something everything has like a balance first step is awareness and the next step a choice if they know that being around these five people aren't really serving them you know they're 
their self-esteem is decreasing by being around these people. Maybe they are participating in bad habits because they're around these people or even the way they, it's not the best because like gossiping and stuff like that, because they're in a certain social circle, then they're going to left with that decision to make, which is to, you know, kindly end the friendships, do it in a compassionate and a loving way. You know, just tell someone like, you know, hey, like I've known you for blah, blah, blah years or whatever amount of time but this is not working out for me it's no different from a relationship when you want to break up with someone you know you know that maybe your values aren't the same or your goals aren't the same anymore and you just tell them i'm sorry but this isn't working out and it's the same thing you can do with your friends too awareness is so important in being able to understand other people are doing i think there's like bunches on to a lot of other illnesses that people do feel guilty and being able to leave the certain groups or to change the mindset in a different way so mm -hmm. if they're really trapped how can they expose themselves to a more positive environment where they want to become that person find like groups of people that have like the same interest as you you know that they're doing things that you want to do for example if you like or you like music or painting find people that are also interested in that like there's this website called meetup you can go on meetup and like friends or just people like who like to do things that you like to do because when you're when you're going to a meeting you already have a common interest you know it's, it's easy to be, make friends with them now because you share something in common so i think um you know finding like groups of friends and keeping keeping an open mind making sure that new friends that you're gonna make making sure that you align like you have the same values um like your core values i don't think you necessarily have to have the same belief but i think you need to have like the same um and or goal what the mental illnesses or what the mental struggles that occur in our life in our life um you know i think general struggle sometimes with identity 